ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. <laughs> On this podcast, what I want to do is I want to take it back. Um, at the time of this recording, uh, it is what we call college season. And what I mean by that is um, if you're on social media, you'll see a lot of kids graduating from college. Uh, you'll see quite a few kids making their announcements about where they're going off to college. And I saw a couple of posts and uh, actually went to a college party or at least an announcement party of a uh, family friend whose daughter, uh, one of my roommates from college, shout out to my boy Irv, um, his daughter uh, is announcing where she's going to school. And um, he got me to thinking about my college days, more specifically, like how I got to college, because uh, it really was a unlikely story. Um, and so that's what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> uh as some of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I attended South Carolina State University in Orangeburg, South Carolina. It's a historically black college university. Um, and I attended there from 1991 to 1996. Um, but how I got there really was kind of unlikely. Um, the reason being is, is that I'll let you guys in on a little secret. Prior to maybe my senior year in high school, I had no intentions of going there. <laughs> None. <laughs> it wasn't that it was a bad school, but um, I wasn't going there. Like my eyes weren't set on that. And just to kind of give you a, a background like a lot of kids from where I'm from, I'm from uh, Florence, South Carolina. It's a small town in the state of South Carolina, um, a small city, I guess. Uh, but like a lot of kids, particularly kids that I went to school with and kids that you know went to other schools that I knew, like particularly a lot of black kids, like, you know, they only had. I'm not going to say only they had a couple of choices and these seem to be the popular choices. Um, and in no particular order, it would be like South Carolina state. Um, a lot of black kids that I knew went to the university of South Carolina, which is in Columbia, South Carolina and, um, Clemson university, which is in Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, now, honestly, both of those schools were off my list pretty quickly. <laughs> like I never once ever considered going to either of those schools. Um, and it's not that it, it's not that they're not good schools. I guess they're good schools. I, I knew immediately like those schools weren't for me. Like Clemson is, you know, especially back then. I mean, it still is. It's a great school, but it's located really and literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, like there used to be this old sign that says all dirt roads lead to Clemson, which it's not true. 
um i had a chance to go up there beautiful campus beautiful campus but i mean coming out of high school no i wasn't going to go to a school you know that was just like literally in the middle of nowhere um and then you've got the university of south carolina which is in the city of columbia which is the state capital if you're not familiar and you know i I had no interest in going there either um none while columbia is a great place i love columbia uh south carolina no no and i honestly i growing up i didn't see the i didn't understand the infatuation that both black and white people had with the university of south carolina and clemson again no shade both are great schools and i know some great alums there some of my closest friends went to school there but it wasn't for me and by the time i was uh i want to say like a freshman in high school i pretty much made up my mind that i wasn't going to a pwi a predominantly white institution that wasn't going to happen um nothing wrong with them but it wasn't for me um you know just like some people said well hbcus aren't for them (laughs) trust me an hbcu was for me but a pwi damn sure wasn't and you know not and with you know south carolina and clemson being the two biggest pwis in the state of south carolina it wasn't going to happen and i was totally cool with that and anybody that knew me knew that like I, i had no interest none in going to either of those schools um not even to play football because you know as some of you know or many of you know i played football in high school and i was i was, uh, <laughs> I was pretty good <laughs> uh i played wide receiver and i was one of the better wide receivers in the state my senior year in high school statistically um that's not me talking that's just you know the numbers speak for themselves but very small um five foot six seven you know maybe on a good day five seven um hundred was about 150 pounds at the time nah man nah it it, nobody was going to at either of those schools be like yo we got to have him on our team um and that was cool because again I, i had no desire to go there but the thing was was that the only I actually let me let me go back. The only PWI that I actually considered, ironically, was Syracuse University. And the reason why I thought about Syracuse was because I wanted to I wanted to be a journalism major, um, mass media, uh, maybe television, and probably at that time and probably still now, uh, Syracuse has the best J school in the country. Um, and so, I mean, you can look it up. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not exaggerating here, but, um, so no, I, I I had no other than Syracuse. I had no serious, uh, thoughts of going to a PWI and Syracuse honestly was, if I'm look, if I'm being realistic, it was too far away and too damn cold (laughs) for me to even be considerate, but I think that kind of faded by the time I was a sophomore, but those that was that was really the only PWI that I'd considered. Now there are other you know HBCUs in the state of South Carolina, but South Carolina State wasn't again it really wasn't on my radar. And then let me tell you why. Uh, it always had the reputation of a quote unquote party school, which looking back on it now really is pretty dumb because 
duh, is college. Every school is a party school. Every school parties, everybody knows how to get down. And every school has a way that they get down. So looking back on it realistically, calling South Carolina State a party school was probably pretty dumb. Um, What else? Uh, I knew a lot of people there. Um, you know, I knew that there would be quite a few people. There were already quite a few people from my high school, Wilson High School, that was already there. I had an older cousin, my, my cousin Mike. Um, he was there. And so, and Mike's like a big brother. He, he's technically my cousin. But he's like my big brother, but um, he was there. Uh, I was pretty sure that my cousin, Eric, uh, who's Mike's younger brother, I was pretty sure that Eric was going to be there, was going to go there. And Eric and I were in the same grade. So, you know, I pretty much thought that uh, that's what it was going to be. So, I was like, uh, I don't know. And then on, a, on to top that off, my uncle went to school there and he played football there and he went on to play in the NFL. His name is Harry Carson. He played with the New York Giants for 13 years. And he was a dominant All-American at South Carolina State. He played in the 70s. And so, you know, there's a level of familiarity at South Carolina State as far as my family was concerned. And to be honest, the biggest thing was the expectations. There was an expectation, given the fact that Mike was already there. There was an expectation in our fa- from our family and friends that Eric and I would go to South Carolina State. And <laughs> if you know anything about me, like you know that if people expect me to do one thing, I'm probably going to do something different. If you expect me to go left, I'm probably going to go right. And sometimes I'm going to go right just because... <laughs> Not to be an asshole, but it's just like I, I'm my own person and I make my own decisions. But I just remember some of the you know family conversations, like, "Oh yeah, they're going to state." That's what we call it. And so they're going to state. Kyle's going to state. He'll he'll be in Orangeburg, and I'm like, "No, I won't." <laughs> and I think this happens to a lot of kids where you know their parents or their family influences them to go to school. And not only go to school, but it, they, they influence them to go to the school. It may, it may or may not be the school that they wanted to attend. Um, but, you know, especially if your parents or you have other family members or loved ones that have attended that school. Uh, so, you know, case in point, if you if your mom and dad went to Clemson, you know, <laughs> there's going to be a level of expectation that you're going to Clemson. So and, and, and that goes for most schools. Uh, but I didn't want that pressure or that expectation on me. So I was like, well, we'll see. And I just, I just kept saying it. We'll see. And then I remember one time we had a family discussion and everybody was just adamant. And I was like, I'm not going there. <laughs> and my mom said, oh yes, you are. <laughs> and she was like, well, where? she was like, if you don't go there, where are you going to go? And I, and I said something, I think I, I might, you know, I said Syracuse. And she was, and she just looked at me and just started laughing. She was like, "Boy, you going to Orangeburg?" And so I had that over my head. And not to mention, like, obviously, if you're playing high school football, you want to play college football, right? Uh, I knew that I could get an opportunity to play at South Carolina State, but from what I could tell, <laughs> prior to me looking into South Carolina State they weren't like 
they were okay. They weren't, they were like a middle of the road team in their conference. And I played wide receiver, right? You know, that's the person that catches the football <laughs> for the, you who don't know. And to be honest, South Carolina state didn't throw the ball a lot. In fact, they threw the ball very little. And so it was kind of like, it would be as backwards for me to go to South Carolina state to try to play football and they don't throw the ball. You know, that's not, it's not a good look. So, but academically, I knew it was a good school. I knew it was a really good school. It would be challenging, but I, you know, any, any college is going to be challenging. Right. So academically, they got me, you know, I, that was a, a feather in their cap, but that might've been the only pro <laughs> the rest were kind of like cons. I was like, nah. And then when I got, by the time that I became a senior in high school, um, I did put South Carolina state on my list of schools that I wanted to attend. Honestly, I had a list of five and South Carolina state probably is at four. <laughs> if I'm being honest, um, who was on that list? Uh, Hampton University, um, Howard University, North Carolina A and T, South Carolina State, and then I think it was Florida A and M. So all five HBCUs, none of them are in my state, <laughs> other than South Carolina State, and um. You know, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go HBCU and, you know, I knew that those five, um, I could probably, I knew I could go to school there and be fine academically, but I also thought I could play football there too as well. So I had those things kind of working for me. Um, fast forward to my uh, senior year, I have a great year in football. Um, again, one of the best receivers in the state and, you know, obviously because of my size, I'm not being heavily recruited. Right. So, uh, I started looking around like, okay, well, you know, Hey, if I have to, you know, I'll get an academic scholarship and then walk on the football team, you know, just do it like that. I'll be a, <laughs> I'll be a free agent if you will. And, um, I remember, uh, talking to the coach from Hampton university, uh, because Hampton was actively, heavily recruiting my quarterback, a kid by the name of Keyshawn Durant. And Keyshawn, Keyshawn was one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my life. And he could sling the ball like 60 yards on a rope and with, with very little effort, one of the strongest arms you'd ever want to see. And he was this quarterback, 6'2", 6'3", about 210", ran like a four four forty. I mean, like he was a hell of an athlete, played three or four different sports. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, wherever Keyshawn's going, you know, that would be great if we could go and we could do and duplicate some of the same things that we did at Wilson, you know, in college. So I'm not, again, I'm not worried about the academic side. Academics, I got that locked. I was a very good student. My test scores were fine. Um, I did well on the SAT. Um, <laughs> despite falling asleep during the test, <laughs> but that's another story for another day. So, I mean, like I, I wasn't worried about that. I wasn't worried about how it fit in, you know, socially because, you know, I, I think I'm a pretty social guy. Um, I think I would have done well with the ladies. <laughs> so, 
you know, I, I didn't really have any issues there. You know, the biggest question for me was about football. So Hampton's recruiting Keyshawn. So I'm like, okay. And Keyshawn went on a recruiting visit to Hampton and he loved it. He was like, yo, man, we got to go to Hampton. We got to go to Hampton. Um, so I applied at Hampton. I applied at a and I applied at Howard. I applied, obviously, at South Carolina State. I don't think I applied at FAMU. I, I don't recall applying at FAMU. Um, so of my school, of, of my list of five schools, only four I applied to. Um, and so, you know, the senior year is going fine. And, you know, people are starting to ask, okay, well, hey, where are you going to school? Where are you going to school? Where are you going to school? It was the constant question. And honestly, after football season, so we're talking about the second semester of my senior year, I had no idea. Like I, it was, it was up in the air. And by this time, Eric says, okay, I'm going to South Carolina state. And so I already know he's in there. And again, his older brother, Mike is there. So, and then we, I knew a couple of our uh, classmates who from Wilson who were going. So, you know, it could be a family affair if I chose South Carolina state university, but I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't going like no nah, i'm not going man and so eric made his decision i was like okay that's cool i'm happy for you um but then i started you know kind of looking around i remember i went on a recruiting visit to uh fayetteville state university in fayetteville north carolina um and that was a nightmare <laughs> hey man <laughs> no shade to fayetteville state but i've never seen when they, they they took us around you know the campus and stuff and um man when i saw that grass on that football field oh my gosh <laughs> and this is no again no knock maybe they just had a bad day maybe they, maybe they just didn't the lawnmower man just wasn't there or whatever but that grass was the highest grass that i've ever seen in my life on a football field i'm like this cannot be a college football field that you guys play on and the grass was high and it was lumpy and i was just like nah man and like so i got 30 minutes into the recruiting visit and i was like i know i'm not coming here then they had to stand in the dorms and we were sleeping on these raggedy beds and it it was just it was whack man. it was whack but because i went up there with a couple of my teammates and um one of them actually two of them ended up signing to go to school there uh, again, no shade. I love Fayetteville State, but it just, it, I knew 20 minutes after being on that campus that it wasn't for me. And I really, if I had, if I drove my car, I would have left right then and there. I wouldn't have spent the whole weekend in Fayetteville. But, you know, we went to a party or whatever. And it was all right. It was, it, it wasn't, I, I, again, I, 20 minutes in, I knew it wasn't for me. So the weekend was kind of drab. But, you know, still got other schools i still have applications out there so um i applied and you know again i don't know what happened i mean we're, we're talking about paper applications here we're not talking about going online because again this is uh 1991 right so I'm, I, I apply not hearing anything back or whatever and i'm like okay i don't know what happened to my application at north carolina a and and i don't know what happened to my application at howard university uh neither of them accepted me I, to be honest i don't even know if they got my stuff or maybe it's just it it could very well still be sitting on someone's desk um and 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 folks i know you've heard me talk about howard and, and a and t and my disdain for a and t 
it's it's it has nothing to do with that. It's all football. <laughs> but it is a great school. It is a great both are great schools. Um and I love some of the some of their alums. So it, it's all love. Um but it came down to South Carolina State and Hampton. And ironically, uh I remember sometime during my senior year, uh Keyshawn was also being recruited by South Carolina State. So was our tight end, uh, Ronald Barr. And the offense, the then offensive coordinator at South Carolina State, he had a meeting. He was talking to both me, Keyshawn, and Ronald Barr. And now keep in mind that at the time, this offensive coordinator, he's there, but he doesn't know who my uncle is. And in a weird twist of fate, my uncle played under the legendary head coach, Willie Jeffries, uh, college football legend. Look him up. Um, we call him Coach J. So Coach J and my uncle are like, I mean, Coach J is like my, my uncle's dad, right? And my uncle played under him in the 70s and became an All-American and they became best friends. And I remember when my, when my uncle got married in 1988, Coach J was his best man. Like, <laughs> like you know, this is guy and they talk they talk every other day and all this stuff like that. And I remember one time we had a cookout at our house and coach Jay came to the house and he was there. He was talking. He was like, Hey Kyle, how you doing? Such and I, I might have been in like the tenth grade. He was like, he's like, so I'm, I'm gonna see you in Orangeburg in a couple of years, right? And I was like, uh, we'll see, coach. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not about to lie to this man, but um Ironically, you know, Coach Jay was still coaching at South Carolina State at the time that I'm being recruited. And so I don't know if the offensive coordinator who's talking to us at this time in this meeting, I don't know if he knows that, you know, that there's a connection there between my uncle and me and me knowing Coach, because I've known Coach Jay literally all of my life, right? And he's been at family functions and hung out with us and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I don't know that he knew that. But anyway, we're in this meeting and he's talking to us about South Carolina State. And I'm like, and he's like, yeah, he said, I could see where, you know, Keyshawn, you could come here. And actually, the three of you could come here and you guys could duplicate what you did at Wilson. And I was like, when he said that, I hadn't really thought about it. And I kind of looked at Keyshawn and we looked at Ronald Barr and we was just like, hmm, that would be interesting. Because, I mean, we had a high powered offense in high school. And the idea sound intriguing you know you got a school that is in orangeburg south carolina which is about an hour and a half from florence and you know so you're not far from home you're not too close but you're not too far away where your parents can't get to you um and then you have familiar faces and you know the idea of playing with two of my teammates you know definitely intrigued me but it was still south carolina state <laughs> and it was still fourth on my list <laughs> so i i was like okay and but I, that time came and went like we had that meeting and, you know, I didn't talk to anybody from South Carolina State after that. And I guess maybe I didn't sound too interested or appear to be too interested because, you know, they left. They didn't get any information or anything like that. But I had already applied and I did tell them that I had applied. And um, so fast forward to, you know, the spring semester and you know it's getting closer to graduation and and i'm still up in the air but i'm still carrying on my senior year like <laughs> like i know what i'm doing and my parents are like hey well what have you decided and i'm like i don't know yet I, i'll figure it out and one day i went to the mailbox right 
I go to the mailbox, you get the mail, and there's a letter, actually two letters addressed to me. One letter was from South Carolina State, and the other letter was from Hampton University. So I go in the house, sit down, I open up the South Carolina State letter. It tells me that I've been accepted for the fall semester of 1991, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. All right, so let me see what this letter from Hampton says. It says I've been accepted, blah, 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 blah. And what made it even sweeter is that Hampton, one of my best friends, you guys have heard him on here, uh, my boy Zell, Zell had already been accepted to Hampton. So I was like, damn, if I go to Hampton, I got my one of my best friends going to Hampton. I was like, and I can go up there and play ball and this be dope. And, you know, I'd heard so much about the school and everything. I'd never visited Hampton, right? And so I'm like, okay, Hampton was in the league because Hampton was number one on my list. <laughs> and here it is. I get an acceptance letter from South Carolina State and Hampton on the same day. And so I'm amped up. I'm hyped up. I go to school the next day and I'm talking to some people and they, you know, I'm telling them, I'm like, man, I'm leaning towards Hampton, right? Because I'm already in. I may have to walk on, but if I have to walk on a football team, that's fine. And then somebody told me something. I think it might have been one of my coaches. They said, well, you know, Hampton is under investigation right now. And they're looking at being on probation. Meaning that something happened at Hampton, maybe some type of impropriety and either the school or the NCAA was looking at putting them on some type of probation. Um, and at that time, probation could be anything. It could be a reduction in scholarships. It could be, you know, anything. It could be something where you're not appearing on TV, where you can't appear in a bowl game. It could be any number of things. So that was kind of hanging over Hampton's head. And I'm like, okay, do you really want to roll the dice going to Virginia to a school where nobody knows you other than your partner, but you're not known on this football team, you're not known in that state, you know, and trying to get on to that team, so forth and so on. And you've got the possibility of being on probation over your head. And I, I just, I couldn't roll the dice. So I was like, okay, South Carolina State it is. <laughs> So I reached out to, um, you know, the people in the, in the office and everything. And they said, well, hey, you, you know, I, I had scholarships or whatever like that. But it was like, well, hey, you can come and try to walk on the football team. We, we can't guarantee you anything, but, you know, you'll have the opportunity. I was like, all right, that's all I need. Cool. Because by that time, by the time that I made my decision to go to South Carolina State, all the scholarships were gone. Like they had already accounted. If, if I had... If I had committed to South Carolina State when I spoke with the offensive coordinator, I would have gotten a scholarship, but or at least an offer. Um, but at that time, it was it was way too late. I mean, like it was we were I'm talking there's probably by the time I decided. It was probably it was right before prom. So we're talking like late April, early. Yeah, it's probably like late April. Um, So I was like, all right, this is where I'm going. So I, <laughs> I remember. uh I remember I, I told my mom and my aunts, I was like, hey, we need to meet tonight, you know, as a family, because I have something important to tell everybody. So we walk in the room, and we're sitting in the living room, and I'm like, Eric's there, and I'm like, yeah. And so I, and my brother, and I'm like, um, all right, so what I wanted to tell you guys was 
Um, I made my decision. I'm going to South Carolina State. And they looked at me like, man, I thought you was going to tell us something. <laughs> they were, they was like, my mom was like, that's what you called us in here for? She was like, boy, we knew you were going to South Carolina State. So, yeah, so I, that's where I chose. Um, and I will say this, that decision to attend South Carolina State University in 1991 was one of the best decisions that I've ever made in my entire life. Um, not only did it allow me to go someplace where, you know, obviously I could play football. That wasn't the issue. Um, but that's another playing football. There's a, that's another podcast. But what it did was it allowed me to, it was a place where I could grow and a place that uh, allowed me to discover me. It allowed me to discover my people. Um, and that's not to say that it wouldn't have happened at Hampton or North Carolina A&T or Howard or FAMU for that matter or any other HBCU. It, it definitely wouldn't have happened at University of South Carolina or Syracuse or Clemson or anywhere else, Alabama, wherever, right? But that decision definitely changed my life. Um it is, again, one of the most important decisions that I've ever made. I didn't know that at the time, but that's, you know, why I chose South Carolina State University. And to be honest, if I had to do it all over again, I would have chosen South Carolina State University, period. Um I don't think that I would have come in contact with the kind of people that I came in contact with the friendships, the relationships, the, uh, the contacts, everything. I don't think I would have had that kind of those kind of relationships or established those kind of relationships. Had I gone to any other school and that's not to say that there's not a Mo or a, you know, Russell or uh, <laughs> uh, Quevin or any of my boys from South Carolina. It's not to say that those guys aren't on Hampton's campus or North Carolina A&T's campus. It's just different. Um, as many of you know, I met my wife, Sharice, there. I can't tell you that there wasn't a Sharice at Howard. Had I gone to Howard, I'm pretty sure I would have met somebody that I could have, you know, been cool with and gotten married to and had four kids with was it possible of course it was possible but a lot of times particularly when you're choosing a college you know you have to go with what's what feels right for you and what fits for you and where do you fit because you know keep in mind even though it's an hbcu at the time that i went to south carolina state it's probably about six thousand students on campus so you go from you know being at wilson high school which is obviously a high school you know 14 1500 kids to 6000 kids on the campus. You know, you have to figure out where you fit in. Um you're no longer a big fish in a little pond. Um and I mean if I go to Anti, Anti is at I don't know at the time probably about 12 13000 kids. Um maybe more, maybe less. I'm not sure. But, you know, where do you fit? Uh how do you fit? Do you feel like you belong there and i mean like everything that i wasn't unsure of was reaffirmed by that decision 
I definitely fit in. I definitely felt like I belong. I definitely felt welcome and loved. Um, when I stepped on that campus, there, unbeknownst to me, there was a team of people, professors, administrators, workers. There were a team of people on that campus that were there to make sure that I had everything that I needed to succeed. And they were, you know, pushing me along the way. And they were cheering me on as I was succeeding. Um, and I, I think sometimes when you go through the process of going to college and you graduate, and you, you know, you're standing there on stage and you're happy and you think you did it all by yourself, which you you carried most of the load, but a lot of people helped you along the way. And I would be remiss if I did not, you know, thank everybody who helped me along the way. But I didn't know any of this when I chose South Carolina State University. Um, it was just me at, at the time. It was just me just going to school. This is where I want to spend the next four, actually, in my case, five and a half years in college. And it was a blessing. Again, it, it was just a fit for me. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I never went on an official visit to South Carolina State. I went to homecoming uh, my junior year in high school. And we went down, me and Eric went down, we hung out with Mike. And the love on that campus i wish i could like take that and put it in a bottle and sell it <laughs> i mean it'd be a bestseller um it's immeasurable and i don't i don't think that you can ever understate the power that the love that you get on an hbcu campus is but my campus in particular it was everything for me and again it was a team of people who supported me who loved me and pushed me along the way uh same for the football field and in the classroom and all of that was a culmination of me graduating but i i chose south carolina state university um and i think it's one of the best decisions that i've ever made uh trust me when i tell you had i not chose south carolina state i would not be sitting here today not on this podcast not living how I've lived these last some odd years it wouldn't happen um I'm not telling you I'd be I'm not going to tell you I'd be a bum back in Florence but there's no way there's no way everything that I learned there in and out of the classroom gave me the tools to be where I am today everything I didn't know it at the time a lot of the times I questioned some of the things that I was learning and some of the things that I went through but every experience prepared me for where I am today. And that's the thing about, you know, my school is that, and I'm sure anybody that went to any college can say this, but I, I will say this because you're listening to me, but it definitely prepared me for life. And, and no, it wasn't a party school. I mean, we party, <laughs> but we party just like anybody else. But the misconceptions about it was, you know, I was way off base. It was South Carolina State was everything to me. And it still is. And that love that I felt back in the fall of 1991 when I stepped on that campus is the same love that I feel when I step on campus in 2022. Um, there's a feeling that you get. And it's kind of hard to explain, but it's there and it's constant. And um, what I've told my kids, uh, you know, given the fact that their parents both went to South Carolina State, I don't put any pressure on them to attend. Uh but I told them, I said, look, when you step on a campus, if it feels like home, then that's where you need to be. 
and it's always felt like home for me and i chose south carolina state university and it is by far one of the greatest decisions that i've ever made ladies and gentlemen that's going to do it for me thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 kyle podcast i'm your boy 12 kyle i'll catch you guys next time Five thousand.